Welcome to show 25 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Today is a Cloth Diaper Mama story. We are joined by Ty, and she's going to tell us how she lives tiny while Cloth Diapering. Retailers from around the world. I'm super pumped. This is show 25, and if you don't know anything about podcasting, the 25th show is a pretty big deal because if you can make it past 25, you are one of a few. That's right. Most podcasts peter out around 10 shows, and then another big chunk of podcasts peter out after 25 shows. And we are on our 25th show, so there is a good chance I will make it. Maybe this is actually the point in my podcasting career where I'm beginning to feel a little bit of burnout, mostly because I hate editing podcasts, and it would probably be worth it for me to hire someone to do the editing, but I have control issues as well as uh, not quite ready to spend that kind of money on a show that's not making me money. You feel me? You feel me? Yeah. Celebrate! the 25th show as well as 2,000 followers on Instagram. I will be doing a Instagram giveaway this week I think for a gift card but don't quote me. Go check it out. I'm Cloth Diaper Podcast on Instagram. You can also find me anywhere else on the web at Cloth Diaper Podcast including YouTube, Facebook. Okay well that's it and I also have a website clothdiaperpodcast.com where I often put show notes as well as other commentary and things about cloth diapering. Today's guest is Ty from Travel Nurse Wife on Instagram. She is the mom of one little girl and she's going to share her cloth diaper journey. I hope it inspires you, motivates you, and just reminds you you're not alone in cloth diaper. I also, once upon a time, had this big dream of living tiny. Uh, we actually ended up taking out money for it and did a design on a tiny house. And I purged everything, uh, but then we had struggles with property issues. But you guys are doing it full time in an RV. So how did that happen? Like, how did you get to where you are today living your lifestyle? So my husband, um, he actually, so we live, we're from Columbus, Ohio, and um, he got a new job in uh, Columbus when he became a nurse and he became friends with a guy at work and we had a Christmas dinner one night they um we went out with them I became really good friends I hit it off with his wife and we started hanging out with them and they did travel nursing well he did travel nursing before they mentioned that they would like to get back out on the road and do travel nursing we were like oh what in the world like you know this sounds like something we should jump on should we do it we don't have any children we just have an apartment. We don't have our own home or anything. Then um, we kind of looked into the lifestyle and we noticed that people do RV living that way. Mm-hmm. And so we decided like, hey, let's just jump on the bandwagon and do it. And we um, decided to go out with them. We traveled with them for a year. And like now we're kind of, you know, we hope we get assignments together and whatnot. So yeah, we just, we bought a travel trailer and we've been living this way for three years now. I can't believe it's been that long already. And we have like, no, we, we figured we'd be going home, like back to Ohio 
by this time, but we love it. And we don't honestly know when we will stop traveling. We've lived in Arizona, Iowa, Missouri, and we just found out yesterday that our next assignment is in Washington. So Ooh. we are really excited about that. Yeah, West Coast is definitely the best coast. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, biased I, about I, that. I find myself saying that all the time. <laughs> People, I'm like, I know I'm from Ohio, and I love Ohio, and I know we'll always call that home, but it's just something. There's a whole new lifestyle out here. Oh, yeah. Washington will be amazing. I, well, I'm from British Columbia, so it's like my little bit of a bias there. Um, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> if you guys are listening and you don't follow Ty on Instagram, like, you guys live in a pretty nice trailer at the end of the day, really. A pretty nice RV. We bought, um, the first trailer we bought, we bought brand new. And it was just a smaller travel trailer. And we knew when we had Winsley that, you know, we wanted a little bit more space if we were going to keep doing this full time. And the really cool thing about it is you can get a very nice rig for a pretty decent price. I mean, you, I mean, you can spend $100,000 on a house or you can get, like, an immaculate... <laughs> RV. We didn't spend nearly that much, but it's crazy what all you can get oh, for yeah. price. And yeah, we have like people always ask me, how do you live that small? How do you like live in such a tight space? And we really, I mean, don't know any different now. And mm -hmm. I can't imagine what it's going to be like when I have my big house, but it, it is, we have um, a 2018 Forest River Sea. Era. and it's a fifth wheel so we've got like a little like a couple stairs high ceilings and just those like little differences make a huge impact on you know living space compared to a travel trailer so that's been a lot of fun and we um we definitely don't miss our little travel trailer but it was totally doable with just the two of us because I have to admit, when I first started following you on Instagram, I actually didn't really believe that you lived in a travel trailer for a while. Just because, like, the pictures you would post of living inside looked like just, like, a regular apartment. So I was like, what, what is going on with Ty here? But now <laughs> I'm starting to see the bigger picture, and it does work. When we were looking into living tiny, we often got blasted with this question, but what about when they're older? And we always kind of figured, well, we're answering our needs today. Um, and it's not necessarily a long term. That's okay, right? Like it's okay to live how you want to live right now and not have to plan for the future. But what is your long term vision as you get bigger kids or more kids? So um, I was actually homeschooled my entire life. My husband went to public school. Um, but our like exactly your mindset is what we have with this. Is our goal um, initially to come out was to pay debt off mm -hmm. and go back home and build our dream home, which is still our goal. So we will probably travel for at least another three years. And then, you know, by then we're hoping to be able to start making our trek back home to Ohio. And Winsley will be about four or five years old then. And slowly getting older, we, Evan would like our kids to go to school, which, you know, when that comes around, we'll see where we're at with all of that. But I'm also willing, if we want to keep traveling, to homeschool our kids and just keep going and explore, yeah. you know, the U.S. and enjoy this this lifestyle we can live. But we're we kind of just take it literally year by year. We um, last year we ended up going home so my husband could change the field of nursing he was in. And you have to have a year's experience in that field before you can go back out. Mm -hmm. So we did we did a year back in Ohio and uh, we lived in our trailer at my parents. 
And then he got the year's experience and we went back out on the road. Um, so that's where we're at now. We're currently in Arizona and um, off to Washington next. And then we usually stay in those places for about three to six months and we don't know where we're off to next. That's kind of fun. I, I admit I like love that idea. Totally. So what is travel nursing? Actually, I meant to ask you that earlier because I don't even know what you mean by that. So travel nursing is, um, so hospitals around the U.S. or honestly around the world um, are just in need of immediate help. Uh, mm-hmm. There's l- small things like they have like four nurses going out on maternity leave at the same time um, or just a fluctuation in nurses in general. And so what they need to do is they reach out to these recruiters and different companies to find nurses to fill these spots quickly. And so we, um, right now we're in Arizona because of just it being a snowbird area. So Mm -hmm. all of, it's a lot busier this time of year and um, the hospital fills up a lot quicker and they just need extra help during the season. And they actually let a lot of the, they don't use many travelers, if any, during the summertime at all, just because it's slow season again. So it kind of varies. And then each assignment is 13 weeks. And at that end of the 13 weeks, you can either, the hospital will ask you to resign or um, you can uh, move on and go to a new area. Some people like to switch it up and, you know, visit new places all the time. We prefer to stay somewhere six months at a time if we can, just it keeps us from moving a ton and also we if we were really in love with an area which we have a good feeling we're going to really like Washington (laughs) that we want to be able to explore it and enjoy it for as long as we can. Fair enough that's really cool I actually never really thought about how there would be a need for workers like that but it makes total sense when you say it as somebody who dreams of moving to Arizona every winter. Yeah, it's actually really crazy here. We I expected like 70, 75 degrees like every day. And we've had like a, at night low 30s. And then during the day, this last like two weeks, it's been like low 50s. And I'm like, where is our sunshine? And that's fine. I'll take weather? low 30s any day. <laughs> I know. I know. And that's like even back home in Ohio, they're like, Ty, no, no, no. You have no idea what, what's going on. What do you find is your biggest challenge balancing your travel lifestyle with like mainstream culture, everything that you're flooded with? How do you balance that kind of messaging and then what you want to do? I think the hardest part is settling into a new area and Mm -hmm. like we love to go to church. We love to find uh, activities for Winsley to do like story time and all of that. And we, we become acquainted with these people and become friends and are comfortable in an area. And then boom, it's time to switch. That I think is the hardest. And the other hardest part is being away from family, missing out on holidays and and things like that. It's, you know, we are used to it now, but it is always bittersweet when you see everyone at home enjoying like spending, having a barbecue or something like that. And, you know, we're in the trailer 2,000 miles away, you know, wishing we were there. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of things that, like, we always get told, like, how cool is it that you get to explore and see? And, and it is. And that's what we remind ourselves all the time is that, yeah. you know, not many people can live this lifestyle and we want to soak it up while we can. Mm-hmm. Are you are you a stay-at-home mom then? 
or do you work? So I am a wedding photographer, wedding and portrait photographer. Oh. That's what I have done um, for 10 years now. And so when I had Winsley knowing, going out on, this was another thing for us to go out and travel. Um, Evan's income was enough for us to be, for me to be a stay-at-home mom when we were to have children, which I was really, really hoping for. So we were excited about that. And I actually do still shoot weddings. I shoot, you know, about three to five weddings a year. And usually they're just for friends and family now, or people who, you know, past bridesmaids in my wedding who were like, Ty, I really want you to come home and shoot this. And it also gives me a chance to go home and visit family in Ohio mm -hmm. while I'm there. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Photography has been my passion from the start. And so I definitely don't want to give it up. I don't give it up, you know, well, Hey, I'm going to be a stay at home and mom and not do this at all anymore. I love it too much to completely give it up. And I know when we go home, I'd like to pick it back up, you know, pretty full time. Um, just because it's just a weekend work for me. I do, I can edit and do all those things while I'm at home with the kids. So it kind of gives me the best of both worlds. That explains your gorgeous Instagram feed. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Photography skills are on point. Um, so this is the cloth diaper podcast. So let's talk about cloth diapering. Why did you start cloth diapering? So my uh, best friend who actually travels with us, she is my natural minded mama guru. I love her to death. And she was like, oh yeah, we're totally cloth diapering. We're doing this, we're doing that. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm all for all of these other things, but like cloth diapering, that's, that's a commitment. <laughs> so, I mean, she just explained it to me. She actually, we were both nannies before, um, and she did it for her nanny kids. So she had experience in it. She had, you know, learned about different brands and all the inserts and all of that fun stuff. And I was overwhelmed by all that she was telling me. But the more that, you know, the biggest thing that I liked about it was the, you know, I guess uh, safety or like naturalness of it for like Winsley's sake. I wanted something that you know, the least amount of chemicals possible for my child, I'm totally down for. Yeah. So um, I actually put a couple cloth diapers on my registry, still was not sold on it, and she ended up buying them for me. So I felt a little like, okay, I have to give them a chance. I'm totally going to do this. And as soon as she was, I did do disposables for the first couple of weeks when she was in size newborn diapers. I just but didn't have any experience in it. So it was like, okay, we'll get through this and then um, we'll start cloth diapering. And I did, I just, one day, you know, I just started putting the cloth diapers that I had uh, for her and I was sold. I had, I think I had like 10 diapers and it was enough, enough to, at that age, I had to literally do laundry every night. Yeah. But it was worth it to me that we didn't have to go out to the store and buy a pack of diapers or we're like, Oh no, we're out. All I have to do is just make sure they get in the wash at the end of the day. And I think it was within a week of doing that. I was like, I was sold. So I went on Amazon and I bought a couple, um, Alva diapers. What else did I buy? Um, I went on happy endings and got a couple pocket diapers and I brought my stash up to, I think, about 15 diapers just so that I didn't have to do um, every day and I could go more every other or every three. Mm -hmm. And I was hooked. I was hooked because she was not getting near as many diaper rashes, if any at all, no blowouts. And also the fact literally every cloth diaper mom knows 
they look stinking adorable in those things. Yeah. So I was, after that, we've been, we've been hooked and I'm already, I know that for our next child, I would like to do cloth diaper from the beginning. I'm going to stock up on some newborn diapers, which I'm really excited for because those are so adorable. <laughs> Just when you didn't think a cloth diaper could get cuter, they made it itty bitty. I know. I know. My friend, I had a friend get me a size. No, I got her a size newborn diaper and she didn't end up using it. And so she gave it back to me and I didn't, I, I had one newborn diaper. I was like, I can't. I have to have more than one. And so I ended up giving it to my best friend who cloth diaper. They cloth diapered. I mean, as soon as he was born, they were ready for it. And the funny thing was her husband was completely on board. I mean, he was pumped. He was like, Ty, have you tried them yet? Like, Love them. Okay. What sizes, what brands do you like? And all of these things. So I was kind of their guinea pig at the beginning. They even brought her over when um, their son is two months younger than our daughter. And we even brought her over uh, before he was born. And he he was trying on all these cloth diapers on Wednesday. He's like, can we just try them to see how we like them? I'm like, sure. So <laughs> cloth diaper dads for the win. Yes, yes. He is the king of cloth diapering. My husband, it took him a little bit to get on the bandwagon. Um, just because he was like, I don't know. And I'd come home and I'd have a cloth diaper on her when I leave and come home and she's in a disposable because he's like, I don't know how to do it. And now he's a pro. Now he knows like what diaper, what insert to use at night and all of that fun stuff. But it is, it is super helpful. And I love, there's a lot of things I had to learn being on the road and doing it. You know, I was nervous about um, doing it in like, laundry mats and all of that stuff I was like you know if somebody gonna catch me and be like this is so disgusting why are you doing this and you know get upset but I, I've never run into that and we've also been um, when we did travel we do travel with Jen and Luke who um, do the cloth diapering as well and they always let me use their washer and dryer so I had you know, that and then when we moved away from them um, I did use the laundry mat for a little while and the problem that I ran into was um, just it worked for the most part but if there was any residue left from other people's detergents or dryer sheets it did give her a reaction and so I I needed to you know switch up our routine and I told my husband you know our new camper has a washer and dryer hookup let's take this opportunity and we're going to be doing this for a little while plus having a baby and going to the laundromat is like the worst thing ever yeah you're like imagine. either sitting there with the baby or, you know, at the campgrounds that are usually have laundry mats. But we, I mean, I have to remember to go back every 30 minutes. And if she was napping, I didn't want to wake her. So we did end up getting our own washer and dryer, which has changed the game for us. Well, yeah, that answers my question about how, like, how do you wash and dry? So you've got a washer and dryer in your camper now. Yes. Yeah, we have our own. It's a little washer and dryer combo. The dryer is like, it's so tiny and it's a ventless dryer. So it takes a really long time to dry. So often I actually just dry my diapers outside thanks to the Arizona sun. (laughs) Yes. We'll see how that works in Washington for you. Exactly. Exactly. So we, um, every once in a while, if I have to dry a big batch and I want to dry them quickly, I will take them up too. We have this huge industrial dryer up in the laundromat. And it's like a buck 50 for 30 minutes. And I'll like go up there. I'm like, okay, I need these dried in 30 minutes. Like get caught up. Mm-hmm. But 
that's that's better than the washer. I think it was just because of other people's detergents and things like that that I'm like, oh, I don't think this is gonna work just because I find her having more rashes and things like that. And I'm like, I know it's not you know what we're changing up or anything like that. I try to keep the things the same, but yeah, thankfully we have our own washer and dryer now and. It has changed the game for us. I know not all campers, you know, have the capability of that. But mm-hmm. the awesome thing is, you know, laundry mats, they are there. And no one ever made a complaint to me. No one ever, you know, made a big deal about it. Mm-mm. It's 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 just how it goes. And, you know, I hope that no one would run into any trouble with that. People are so funny about different things, but I never yeah. had a problem with it. I think um, Vanessa from Cloth Diaper Storage was on the show in January, and she also used a laundromat for a while. A few other people too. It's not typically like you have a small bleh, that was you have a small stash. A lot of people I've heard who have laundromats typically try to grow their stash, so they're only going once a week. So when you had a newborn, you only had ten diapers. Were you going to the laundromat every night, or you had a washer? So we lived at, when Winsley was born, we were back at my parents' Okay. In when my uh, husband was getting experience in the new job, which actually was, the timing on all of it was impeccable. Like we literally got home, he got the new job, I got pregnant, we had Winsley, and it was like we had three months before his year's experience was up. And so those first three months, we had my mom's washer and dryer, which was so nice, and all of that goodies we were in in my mom's house you know part of the time and in our camper so that was we had I had 10 diapers then I have I believe it's like I think I'm up to 40 diapers now okay Um, and what's your stash look like so what type of diaper do you do you typically gravitate towards so my all-time favorite is our bum genius all-in-ones 5.0 free times those oh nice yeah I, so, okay, they're like, when I first saw them, my best friend and I were like, holy smokes, those things are expensive. Like, we're never going to be able to have a stash of these. But what I did is, honestly, I watched on Facebook Marketplace and um, the garage sales or any, like, markets or anything like that. And I did my, I got 20, I think it was 21 diapers from a lady uh, who tried cloth diapering for three weeks off and on. So literally these diapers were basically just broken in and she sold them for half price. Nice. So it was, that is honestly why I have the stash that I do. And that was like my biggest, and they were all free times. I was so excited, but Mm -hmm. basically she just broke them in for me and I got a killer deal. And I honestly, people ask all the time, you know, how, oh, how do you get these diapers? How do you build up a stash like that without, you know, spending so much? And that was my biggest thing is like, you can buy used, just make sure that you get like a lot of information on it. How long have they been used? How's the elastic, all of that fun stuff. And you can find really good deals out there, especially of parents who like are new at it. And they're just like, no, this is not for me. They don't know that they can sell these diapers (laughs) for basically what they bought them for. And that was that was where I scored oh yeah I've done some great scores on the buy and sell you never know what you're gonna find sometimes I have also like totally been burned where I bought 44.0 bum genius pockets and they delaminated on the first wash but I've also done really well like if you know if you can find out if the person just gave up after a month then that's like a serious score that's what you're looking for and they come up every now and then because everybody tries it and some people don't work out for them or they tried and they swap out their stash 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was my, like, I did get, I definitely got a couple diapers and I asked like, well, how's the elastic and the pictures, they look okay. And they're like, oh yeah, they're totally fine. And they show up and I'm like, no, this isn't going to work. Like totally worn out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to do some work on these. But that's just what happens when you do it. And thankfully there were only like two or three diapers. That that's oh happened. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was, that was, and I have, I started out with pocket diapers. I still use pockets, like half my stash is pockets. And it's a little bit of mix with happy endings and um, the Bum Genius 4.0s. And I love them. Those were great for me, but I was spoiled when I got the free time Bum Genius diapers. Those things are game changer for me. And then I always use Thirsty's Hemp inserts at night to keep her from like the, to last 12 hours. Those things have been amazing. And I really like how they fit into the free time diapers. I always use free times at night. But my pockets are usually, you know, in the mix all day and just slowly building my stash. And I've been thinking about donating a couple to like, I have a couple friends who are wanting to get into cloth diapering and Mm -hmm. want to try it out. So I, you know, I'll part with a couple diapers that, you know, are very gently used and can help them out and see if they like it, but they're not spending a ton. I always tell people to go on Amazon too. those six pack of, you know, I think I got a six pack of baby gold, which is like a brand off of Alba. I yeah. think like, and those were pocket diapers. I still use them. I think I got six of them for $35 Oh, crazy! with uh, bamboo inserts and they worked wonderfully. I know some people don't <laughs> love them, but like, I'm like for someone who wants to try it out, that is the perfect start. Well, and you never know, like, what what works for one person always might work for another person. Like it's so that's why there's so many options out there. So you start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What's been your biggest challenge with cloth diapering, in general? I would say traveling would mm-hmm. have to be like from different places. So like when I go home to Ohio, you know, making packing my stash, it does take up a lot more space than disposables. So I have before, um, I will, like if it's a short trip and I don't, I can know that I just bring, basically I bring enough to wash every night or every, you know, other night so that I don't bring, like I, I'll maybe pack 10 diapers mm-hmm. and that, cause she goes through about, I would say five a day. And so I know that I can do that. I can wash at my mom's house and you know, that'll be totally fine. But if I'm going to be gone, a long amount of time I have also left a pack of um, disposable diapers at my mom's house and run home you know, use those don't have to pack anything extra and come back but it's I try to pack my my cloth everywhere I go it's short trips like to go visit friends and stuff that we drive to it's not an issue at all it's just taking up more space for the plane trip home and all that is like uh, and, and also knowing, like, when you go on vacation where you can wash your diapers, like, yes, is the place oh. going to have a dryer, all of that fun stuff. Traveling, flying, it's like, that is definitely one of the biggest challenges with cloth diapering. And what your favorite part about cloth diapering at the end of the day? I would have to, I mean, just probably that she looks so stinking cute and <laughs> I, people always like ask, oh, hey, you cloth. And cause you can, I mean, you can't miss them. You can't miss those diapers no. anywhere. And, and I love being able to share it. I love being able to share the, you know, the benefit that it brings all around financially for the, like 
Yeah. The bonus does for her and the environment, all of that is any chance that I get to share it. I'm excited to. Yeah. That's, and it's fun. It's like a fun part of motherhood in that aspect. Like, yeah. And when you, you find another claw diaper mom, you're like, okay, yeah, we're going to be best friends. It's <laughs> Let's make this three months count. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, my Instagram is Travel Nurse Wife, and um, I'm also on Facebook, Tiana Green. And uh, yeah, that's my Instagram is where I'm at most of the time. Yeah. And on my uh, personal Instagram, I have my photography page as well, so you can kind of see. I like to do shoots, and you know, so yeah, that's that's where you can find me and find my hub, and then kind of search from there where we're all at. And there's cute pictures of Winsley and my dogs and in our tiny home. All right, big thanks to Ty for showing up last minute and doing the Cloud Diaper Podcast with me. I had a brand who had a life moment, and sometimes that happens. So we are so grateful for those of you who jump in and share your story last minute with me. I will see you again in about two weeks where I'm going to share a story from Eco Mama. We are talking about detergents, and I'm hoping to add a little bit more context to that podcast so it will be presented a little bit differently, but a good kind of starter conversation about how we can look at other aspects of cloth diapering and their impact on the environment and what choices and things we need to change in our life. So that will be coming out in two weeks because we're now at every other week show. You can find the Cloth Diaper Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, as well as YouTube. We have a website, www.clothdiaperpodcast.com. And if you want to be on the Cloth Diaper Podcast, be sure to send me an email, bailey at clothdiaperpodcast.com. And don't forget to follow up with me when I send it to you and if I don't respond back to you feel free to send me an email back because I'm just a mom wearing way too many hats until next time bye